Welcome to episode 29 of the Scout Trailblazers podcast. And this week I have special guests, Steph Cannon and Matt Knoll from Insymmetry Creations, who have a new thing with Scout that is starting up. Let's see, let's start out. Steph, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having us on. I always like to do ladies first. And Matt, how are you? Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, doing good over here as well. Just really glad to be able to be on with you. All right. And let me, because your uh, little thing is called Misfits Clubhouse. And the Misfits, the it's not an S at the end, it's a Z. Right. So we want to make sure people get that. It's four pages. And it's in Scoot Frontiers number one. That's going to be the debut of this. Your very first scout publication so that's a great thing to happen so let me okay yeah let me read the uh, description as it is in the previews which by the way you want to let your store know that you want it as soon as you can so that the they can order it and get it for you it's a 64 page magazine it costs nine dollars and 99 cents and let me read the description as it edit a little bit it's kid friendly uh, Kid Comics gets a little highlight out of uh, uh, the previews, which we appreciate. Uh, Scoot Imprint, the premier issue of our all-ages magazine. Each Scoot Frontiers is designed to be a standalone, super-sized spectacular, highlighting Scoot favorites in comic book stores and prose, uh, stories and prose, let me get that right. Plus, there are activity pages, puzzles, games, coloring pages, and more. Misfits Clubhouse makes their first scoot appearance and there's other good things as well this is packed with original material and fun for the whole family let me quickly read the uh the number to order it's stl one nine three zero nine five so we want to do that so all right let's start out well steph let me ask you first uh do you want to describe there's there's four main characters in this looks like do you want to talk and tell people who those four characters are Yes, so we have uh, two kids, a boy and a girl. Uh, the girl's name is Miki. They all kind of have nicknames of sorts. So uh, she goes by Miki, and the boy is Stig. And they have their two animal uh, friends slash companions, and there's a ferret named Fairy and a sloth appropriately named Sloth. <laughs> yeah, kind of cute and stuff like that. So, Matt, how did you guys come up with the idea for this? So, we had been talking with uh, Richard Rivera, who is the head of Scoot for Scout, and uh, we've been talking with him for quite a while about trying to um, pitch an idea over there to the label. And um, the original idea that we had, while a good concept, was just something that was feeling like it was going to be more YA and more uh, a little bit outside of what the normal scoot range was. And um, Steph and I had a have a series of stories that we have just always, you know, hey, there's a thought. We'll just go and take some ideas down, take some ideas down. And we we're like, why don't we just make up the story about um, Miki and Stig, which was similar to a thought that we had had a long time ago. We're like, we want them to have some animal friends. And um, and I'm like, I'm like, quick, give me what you think would be the most ridiculous animal to have in here. And she's like, <laughs> uh, a ferret. I'm like, that's it. And I'm like, I'm picking a sloth. And so that was literally the very first two animals that we came up with. And um, the four of them interact just like like Mickey and Dumbo would, or uh, Mickey and Pluto would interact. So they interact just like they are all humans, even mm-hmm. though one of them is a ferret and one of them is a sloth. Um mm-hmm. And it's just fun. We just get to be completely silly, completely ridiculous. Um, 
Wayne, you're a big uh, a big reader of our of a lot of the stuff we've done before, like Heirs of Isildur and Tales from Nocturnia. And while we can interject a little bit of humor in there, those are very serious stories. Mm-hmm. And so in this, we get to just go completely off the rails and be completely silly and explore the silly side of us, which is a big side of us. And we just get to be completely insane and, and silly and fun with everything we're doing. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Now, the name of the artist, and I'm going to probably fracture this badly, is Rahil Mosin. Sure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing about the internet these days. You get to work with people and you don't know how to pronounce their name because you're never exactly in the same room together. Exactly. <laughs> so that's what happens sometimes. And there's no pronunciation guides on <laughs> comics. So right? the, I, I really think he was a great choice, though, because he has a very uh, cartoony style, is the way I might describe it. Yes. And their eyes are all, most of the time, they're great big wide open eyes, which is kind of fun. It gives you that wonder look in there that they have with stuff. <laughs> and, you know, he's they've got the clubhouse. Right off the bat, the first thing we do is we see the clubhouse and we see Mickey. Uh, I love the way she goes up the steps. She prances up the steps. Yes. <laughs> which is really cute. And uh, it's just a really great thing. And then she comes in and she lets everybody else know that something's bothering her and I don't want to spoil too much. I'm going to let you guys, uh, do you want to talk about what's going on in this story? Well, I think we could. I mean, the name, the name of the story is I don't want any asparagus. So you can just imagine that this is a little girl going up there talking to her friends about, you know, no spoilers needed. I don't want any asparagus. And so, we just get to have some fun with that, right, stuff. You know, it's just we got to be crazy and wild with the, the asparagus talk. Mm-hmm. What's fun is on the second page is that, you know, Mickey is describing how she wishes she was somebody else because they wouldn't have to eat asparagus, which is a great fun. It gives the uh, heal a great chance to draw some fun stuff. Uh, there's pirates and firemen and athletes and all kinds of good stuff. And, and it, it's just a, a wonderful, wonderful thing, the way that you do that. And she says, if I were any of those things, I wouldn't have to eat these stupid vegetables, which is a fun bit that, yeah. that she says. We really wanted to, with each of our stories that we're planning on doing, we want there to be a takeaway from it, something that when kids are reading it themselves or if their parents are reading it to them, that there is an overall, um, you know, you could say lesson or, or, or takeaway, like I said, to this. And so um, the, the you know, premise here with this story is, you know, Miki really does not want to eat this asparagus. She thinks it's disgusting. And, you know, so she, she comes up with all these concepts of how, you know, exactly like you said, how if she was, you know, this football player or a pirate or, you know, she wouldn't have to. And so we kind of led in with that as to, to lead into what, what the overall feeling of the story would be at the end. Mm-hmm. And one of, the fun, yeah, one of the fun things about working with Raheel is that while Steph and I are very funny and silly and all that, the first time we got to work with Raheel, he's just as silly as we are. And there's some yeah. stuff that like the way that we thought the pages were going to fall out, like what stuff is going to be on page one to page two to page three. If you looked at the, original script and the original page layouts it's all over the place but Raheel's got a a very good picturesque mind and he was able to add some stuff in there and kind of meld in with with our minds really well and that's helped us out as we've been positioning for the other scripts 
Uh, we've been like, well, the heel's probably going to think this way, so let's leave some room open so that he can have some, you know, creative liberty to just go completely insane like he wants to do and see if his insanity can match ours. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun, I have to say. You know, the, 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 the clubhouse is cute. It's got, you know, they're playing games. Looks like they're playing uh, card games when the uh, when she comes in and i've got to ask i'm interested to see uh, d- what input did you give Raheel as far as what the characters were going to look like with any of our artists we always try to find some sort of reference and give them you, you know kind of a starting point and we definitely did this with him and we we actually had two characters in mind for Miki both not just in appearance but in personality and how we, we wanted her to come across. And uh, one was Mabel from Gravity Falls and the other is um, Vanellope from Wreck-It Ralph. So mm. we gave him those references and, you know, just kind of told him, you know, go wild with it. Let's make her her own person. She's still, you know, either just inspiration for, for her character. And we actually, <laughs> we actually, I actually took pics of myself with different facial expressions. Cause we, we, you know, we, we drew a little bit of inspiration. She's got some big curly hair and, you know, so do I. So there was a little bit of inspiration there too. Cool. Uh, what about the, the little boy? So with, uh, with Stig, we just took some other ones from some, uh, some other cartoons that are out there and we wanted to make sure he had some, some characteristic hair. We didn't want him to just have a normal haircut. So if you see his hair is kind of wild, uh, we wanted to be where if, um, you know, if someday somebody wanted to be like, hey, we want to go cosplay these characters and, and go to a, go to some show and see it, there was stuff to be able to cosplay. And if, if with him having that very, um, very characteristic hair, that kind of helps, you know, if somebody wants to go, oh, I got to get a wig and make him have this kind of um, fun, unique look. Mm-hmm. Now, what about the animals? Because one of them wears a sweater. That's all Raheel. Raheel put the sweater on, and that was like we're this is this is the greatest thing. Um, when he put that sweater on, it actually helped to develop a little bit of the, of the character for the character as well, because it kind of made him look a little more, you know, cool and fun. And so we were just like, "Hey, man, this is great!" Because he had drawn up a bunch of different sketches, and one of them had the hoodie on, and we're like, "That's the one to go with for for fairy." Mm-hmm. Very cool. Very cool. Now, the sloth has like a what they used to call when I was young, very young. This will date me some. A Beatles haircut. <laughs> yes, exactly. We I, and now that I think about it, I can't even remember. Oh, you know what it was? We were looking at at actual photos of sloths on the internet, and we saw a few. And there, sometimes their fur, the way that it is, it makes it look like they have a bowl cut. And we laughed about that. We were saying, you know, that this is so funny. And then it just sort of went from there. We said, well, this sloth absolutely has to have this ridiculous looking uh, bowl cut haircut where it almost looks like he's wearing a toupee. <laughs> we, just, we probably said, just, we probably said to Raheel, what, five, six times, don't forget the bowl cut. Don't forget the yes. bowl cut. He's got to have a bowl cut because that's so ridiculous. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Very cute. Well, it's fun to see them all interact with each other, and each one gets a chance to say something, which is kind of fun. But there's something that's really important, I think, that uh, that comes in, and I just have to wonder if you don't actually have music to fit this. They actually break into song yes. at one point, and knowing that, uh, Matt, that you are in a band, uh, in a group, and I was thinking, I wonder if he's actually going to 
have music that should go along with this. <laughs> What's the story with that? Funny so, enough, that's actually all real too. <laughs> well, we knew that we we knew that there was going to be this phrase that they were going to say, but we kind of imagined it more of a um, you know recitation type thing. But yeah, Rahil, I'll let Matt <laughs> further explain that. Rahil decided he wanted to make it look more like they were actually singing it um, to the character, and um, we we're like, oh, you know what? This is really cool. Let's actually make it where it's more musical, and and it's something that I think you may. You may see a little bit of a refrain, um, you know, and, and a and a, a recurring thing through some of the titles that we do. Um, will there be actual music to it? Um, I think that would remain to be seen, simply because the music that is done normally for what we do is much heavier. It's extreme metal. It's melodic metal, and don't really know if that is the sound that would fit with Misfits Clubhouse. Um, but you never know. You never know. We, we say we're up for anything. And so anything is possible. We'll see what happens as time goes forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the things that I enjoy, too, is the ending, which I will not spoil. But let's just say there's a wonderful little ending when <laughs> the girl comes back and she has something to tell them. And it, it ties into all the stuff they've done. That's one of the great things. You know, a four-page story doesn't have to be dull. You can have things go on, and when things all tie together at the end, that makes it a lot of fun. You know, we talked about the fact that they're singing, and somebody different is singing at the end, shall we say. And it's fun to watch the the other characters interact with her news and stuff. I, I I just think that is a really smart and cute way to end this. And more than that, I don't want to spoil because I think it's just a, a very fun little end, the way the story ends. Well, we thank you for that. And one of the things that's been fun about working with Scoot is that the way that the story is coming about is um, with it starting off in Frontiers, there is no, there was no page limit. It was just, hey, write something for Frontiers, and then we'll see where it goes from there. Um, there's definitely talks about there being um, full-length issues or one-offs, whatever it may be. And the kinds of stories we're writing, we don't, we're not limited to be like, oh, well, you have to write a 20-page story or a 22-page story. We can just write whatever is needed for the story and kind of go from there. The first, the first four stories that we're working on for Misfits Clubhouse, there's another one that's going to be a little bit of the like similar length to I don't want the asparagus. There's two of them that are, could be minimum ten to twelve pages. Um, so the the length of the story is all over the place. They're all still short stories, but it gives us freedom to be able to tell the story in the right number of pages, not just add filler and add fluff in there to get it up to a page count. So we can make them as, as concise or as, as blown out as they need to be, to be able to fit the story that we're trying to tell, which is really cool. That's great. It's just, it's a perfect story for, I think for frontiers because it's just the right age group. It's lots of fun. And something I need to point out is that the, well, the story is great fun. That's not the actual end of things on the page. Uh, it says our kids had a grand adventure learning about vegetables, but the fun doesn't end there. See if you can find these words below that relate to our story. And there's, <laughs> there's, there's a, a word search, which is in there. And it has several of the words that are in the story. And I, I the choice of words was fun for me. There's a, <laughs> yes. the word is the, the word yuck is the, the last one. And then there's socks, believe it or not. And there's slimy okra, 
<laughs> firefighter eight and beats and stuff like that are all in there. Chris it says circle the words you find. How did you guys put that together? I know there's some software that'll do that. If you put the words in, it'll generate a, a, a puzzle. Did you guys, how did you guys put that together? Raheel actually jumped right in. He's like, Hey, I'm going to put it together myself. And um, I feel like, and he didn't tell us this, but he didn't say it stuff that what he did, but I think he just put it together by hand. Um, yeah, we actually had to go back in there and double check. We had an original list of words mm-hmm. and we had to go back in and find the words ourselves. Cause there were a few that were originally in there that he probably went and maneuvered them around a little bit. And, and the word was off by a letter here or there. So mm-hmm. we had to be like, Oh, let's take that off the list and take that off the list. But, but yeah, we want to make sure. And, and the directive from scoot for, for this issue is to make sure that there is some additional, little piece attached to the story. I don't know if that's what everyone else is doing, but for us, every story is going to have something like that. I know that we've, um, we've got different game stuff and I've talked about the different things we want to do for the stories that are upcoming as well. And, um, you know, it wants to be something different and fun each time. And even though it's a word search for kids, parents are going to be reading this book with them. So that's why there's things like, you know, stinky socks and okra and all that kind of gross stuff in there. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun because what what makes me smile is I help out at a local paper and they have a kid's page. And one of the things they do every time is a word search. And, you know, sometimes I I have to dig around and find it. I don't generate it. But if I had to, I I know the software, like I mentioned, that will make one of those. But sometimes I go and if there's places where we can actually borrow it from them and they're not mad at us, we'll take them and do them. And I try to do the follow the theme of the issue, like, uh, say, July 4th. Uh, I try to get a July 4th word search or something like that. So I I know that that kids page is one of the most popular parts of the paper. (laughs) Which makes me laugh because they have that down there. There's a there's a maze. There's the the, the word search. There's a coloring image and something else. And then there's little uh, jokes on the bottom that goes in there. So there's all kinds of things. So I know this is going to be popular. I, I the first thing I did when I looked at it was go through and make sure all the words were there and that they were, everything made sense. <laughs> I, I couldn't help myself. I see that I've got that, that's my instinct. I, I've got to do that. So I went through and I, and I had a lot of fun doing it. I have to say it's very, very well put together. I think it's really cute. So really good. Hats off to Raheel for doing that as well as the, the rest of the arts really well put together. Well, well definitely, we, we love to hear that. Definitely appreciate that. And, and like I said, you, as someone that's familiar with their other work, this is helping us to be able to, I mean, we're used to putting together these big flowing arcs and, and tons of swerves and things that you're implanting in issue one that you're not going to, you know, be cashing in until issue three or issue eight or issue 11. Um, the thing that we just did a Kickstarter for, for heirs of a sealed or nightmare scenario, there's things that you as a reader who read all 11 issues of heirs of a sealed or you're going to see some things cashed in, in nightmare scenario that you probably waiting for, for a year. You're going to see some things in the next arc after that, they're going to get cashed in. And we have fun doing that, but we also have fun doing this. Let's just write something that's silly that we we can laugh the whole time that we're writing it and get it out there and know that people are going to laugh at what we do because we don't really want people laughing at other stuff. We want people laughing at this. Now, the last little thing you see, and again, makes me get to see you next time. And he's riding, they're, they're riding in a little wagon and it's red and it says on the side, red. 
which I got a kick out of. Because the, the little red wagon, of course, is a well-known phrase and stuff. So I got a huge kick out of everything that's in it is really smart and put together. And it, that the thing I always worry about with this kind of age group is that it's, it ends up talking down to kids and you guys don't do that and i i i just wanted to congratulate you on that because that's such of the thing i i watch these things and i read them and i just go oh that this makes you, you you stupid kids you know how could you 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 can't possibly understand what we're trying to do but that's not what you guys did and i just think that is such a wonderful thing to be smart about things and to be fun and i i just think this misfits clubhouse is going to be one of the great additions in the scoot frontiers i think it's great Oh, thank you. We appreciate that. I think it helps too that we have, you know, kids of our own and I've spent, you know, countless times reading them books when they were younger. And I remember what I liked about some kids story, you know, books and some things that I didn't like. And you saw that. I think that's always on our minds when we're, we're creating these stories. Very good. Very good. It's going to be great stuff. It's, it's just wonderful, wonderful stuff to go. So uh, it sounds like you've got at least four planned. Uh, we've got we got as many as as a scout and scoot are going to let us do. We've actually uh, we just told uh, Richard the other day, Steph and I actually added four more story ideas to the the bin that we already had going on. So um, you know, every time, especially with this, when you're just talking about quick hit concepts that are fun and funny, as long as we can have a quick hit concept that's got a a point to it. It's going on the list, and we've got double digits of ideas that we could do for the uh, Misfits Clubhouse story. So we'll just have to see uh, see how often they come out. We'll have to see how uh, how intricate they become, and and what the the market penetration is for these kids. Because we have a lot of big plans and a lot of fun ahead for them. Uh, you know, as much as we can get out there into the uh, into the Scoot and Scout market. That sounds great. Because uh, this first one is going to be coming out in August. And I think the next one, my understanding, is going to be December is That's when it's going to hit the, yep. the stands and stuff that like that. Correct. That's what we've so, been told as well. So that'll be good. And the fun thing is that same little image that's the end one is actually on the cover of Scoot Frontiers. It's, it's, uh, there's a whole bunch of characters on the cover that I really enjoy. And that the, the image at the very end is, is very cutely on the, at the beginning uh, on the cover like that with some of the other things. And I'll real quickly run down some of the other uh, ones. The Super Cats is going to be at the, making their – first scoot appearance uh, adventures of byron's going to be in there soul stream cat dad and super mom sengi and tambo wild bull and chipper are all going to be in there so there's all kinds of great fun that's going to be for kids in there it's going to be fun to read and do those things so yeah. uh, it's just such a great thing now what we should do i would be remiss if i didn't talk about the stuff that you normally do so we should uh, you have a website at insymmetrycreations.com correct and all your good things are there. The Heirs of a Silder, which you mentioned, and Tales from Nocturnia, which I'm a big fan of. Both those are great. They're probably not for the age group that uh, uh, Scoot is aiming at. So something to keep in mind is that this is a little different. Uh, it, but see, I always think it's a great sign of a, of a terrific writer when you can write more than one thing. You know, you don't only write Western, you don't only write uh, crime drama and stuff like that. And then you guys are able to apply yourself to steampunk and then also to, 
you know, the, the scoot age range, which I think is great fun. And I think that's a, a great sign of, of you guys being able to, you know, uh, reach different audiences and do that. So I, I, I think that's wonderful. Why don't you, while we've got a couple of minutes, talk about what's going on at in symmetry creations right now that people should be aware of. So right now, um, well, the fir- first things first, we just finished um, a Kickstarter for um, the next piece of Heirs of Asildor, which is our steampunk time travel series. Um, that is a long time in coming. We actually spent all of 2020 doing other things, whether it be uh, Tales from Nocturnia. We did two different Tales from Nocturnia issues and a trade paperback. Um, we're finally getting back to Heirs, where we can answer some of the big cliffhangers from uh, from the first arc, which is the Crossroads Conundrum. Um, we did the Kickstarter for the a bridge piece called Nightmare Scenario that bridges the two arcs, uh, Crossroads Conundrum and the Perilous Prospects. And then we also did a the second metal album. The first uh, album was four heirs of Crossroads Conundrum. This one is actually called Heirs of a Sealer versus Tales from Nocturnia because we have five songs for each IP there. Well, Steph, do you want to tell them about the uh, the couple of appearances we have coming up? Or you want me to take that? Well, for um, this coming weekend, which is going to be June... Fifth and sixth. Well, thank you. I don't have a calendar in front of me. So, um, June fifth, we are going to be at Acme in Longwood. Uh, uh, you know what? We should probably do this. We're going to be at Acme in uh, in Longwood on the fifth. Uh, I haven't been to Acme in like eighteen months. And then um, on uh, the sixth, we're going to be at Lake Lecticon in Leesburg at the Lake Square Mall. And we know that some. Uh, some Scoot fans are going to be there as well, like um, or like Richard Rivera, Stabity Bunny, and Shadowplay. He's going to be there. And then we have a big one coming up at the end of July uh, in Raleigh, North Carolina. We're actually going to be at uh, GalaxyCon, and that's going to be our first time there. We were supposed to be there last year, but obviously nobody was there because there was no GalaxyCon. Mm-hmm. So um, went ahead and did that. Mm-hmm. Very good. Now, you, you reminded me of something I wanted to mention about the Misfits Clubhouse. If you watch very carefully in the back on a, on page two, there is a one of the alternate covers for Stabity Bunny is on the wall, <laughs> which I got a huge kick out of. Did, did you guys put that in or did Rahil put that in? I would say the answer to that stuff is probably yes, correct. Um, Raheel wanted to throw in a bunch of uh, Easter eggs, and we kind of suggested, well, if you're going to do some Easter eggs, let's let's go all at it. And I think you're probably going to see a few more Easter eggs. There's actually a super fun Easter egg that we won't even mention right now that uh, Raheel did for that that you may not have even picked up on that uh had a lot of fun with. Mm-hmm. There are... I don't want to spoil Sting. That's the thing. yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of fun stuff that's in this uh, in this uh, tale, and I'm looking forward to more of those in the future. So it's good stuff. Are there any other things that uh, you guys are up to that we should be aware of? Well, Steph just uh, put in another review. She does some reviews for CreepyKingdom.com mm-hmm. and of uh, horror movies that are coming out on the Shutter Network and some other networks. And I know she just turned another review in. Uh, for them yesterday. Is there anything else you want to talk about stuff that we are, we're up to at the moment? We are working on the next story called Perilous Prospects. We are going to be continuing on with that. I don't want to give away any spoilers as far as nightmare scenario goes, but we are definitely continuing the air storyline. Okay. Very good. That's something to, to look forward to. 
Um, I, I'm just curious, Matt, do you guys have, oh, that's one thing interesting. If you go to insymmetrycreations.com, you'll see a little advertisement for Misfits Clubhouse on Absolutely. there too, which is very nice. Yeah, so we got to get all that in there. And um, one of the things you said earlier that, um, one of the things we just said earlier, I just want to make sure that if, if you're a new listener, a new um, potential reader to the things that Steph and I do at InSim, even though Heirs of Asilor and Tales from Nocturnia are not the same age group as what you're going to get from Misfits Clubhouse, it does not mean that this is something that is going to be like a complete or like, oh my gosh, like we always tell people with Heirs, um, there's no curse words in Heirs, so you don't have to worry about if you have it sitting on your coffee table besides a copy of Frontiers, that um, that kids are you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they saw what's on page 110 or something like that. I mean, it's we both have kids and we try to make sure that when we write that there's going to be um, that, that we understand that there, there needs to be some responsibility in the entertainment we provide. Okay. Very good. I appreciate the clarification on that. That's a good thing because uh, it, it's really, uh, I enjoy your writing as you and I, you and I all know that everybody is, I enjoy your books and I enjoy the thought and the preparation and the time you guys spend on it to make it a great story. So I, I just want to, if you want to check out their stuff, it's at insymmetrycreations.com and you'll find out that there's uh, things coming in the fall of 2021. They talk about the stuff that they've mentioned here and other stuff that you can uh, track down and, and get to enjoy. So I highly encourage you to go do that because I think you're going to really in, uh, have a good time, you know, reading the their books and reading their stuff. And so uh, this might be a, a beginning for people to, hopefully get more people reading your stuff, which is always a good thing. So I, I appreciate you, you guys coming on and talking about the Misfits Clubhouse. And we look forward to that coming but in the next uh, couple months. Look around August and look for it in your store. If you let, Make sure your, your local store knows that you want it. If you want to be sure to have it, you can always go to scoutcomics.com and go to the store section there, and you can order it there as well. So, Steph and Matt, it's great talking with you as always, and much success in all that you're doing, and, and with Misfits Clubhouse as well. Well, well thank, thank you. you so much. We're really excited. Yeah, thank you so much. We are definitely, definitely really excited to finally be able to get the uh, the Misfits Clubhouse uh, uh, train on the track, so to speak. And uh, we got a lot of big, exciting ideas for it and can't wait to uh, be able to be on the shelf alongside some of the, uh, the other great titles that Scoot has uh, put together. And uh, we'll see where we go from there. 